Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaBusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Hello, it's December 28th, 2011, and by now your holiday gifts are probably already unwrapped, but we've got more surprises in store for you over the next hour. On today's episode, I've invited over a dozen, yeah, that's right, a dozen business experts. This is Speed Radio. They're going to predict the exciting game changer technologies that could transform, disrupt, and shake up your business status quo in 2012. So listen up because their insights just might spark ideas on better ways to run your company or perhaps start a new one, and move you in amazing new directions. Isn't that what we all want? Since we debuted the show in October, you've heard business leaders, analysts, influencers, and authors, and many of them are on today, discuss diverse game-changing trends, such as consumerization of IT, big data, in-memory computing, cloud computing, social business, you know what that is, information governance, real-time data analytics, CRM, customer relationship management, and several delicious flavors of mobility. So, will 2012 bring more of the same or a stream of entirely new approaches to growing and competing in the intensely dynamic global marketplace? Okay, it's time to pour yourself a cup of Joe, Earl, OJ, or if you're in the holiday mood, a glass of Dom. And join us for a special menu of food for thought here at the Game Changers table. And today we're officially announcing the new name of our radio series. We are no longer breakfast. We are Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, just in time for the new year. Follow us on Twitter at BizBreakRadio. You know how to spell that. And tweet your coffee preferences to pound sign. SAP Radio Coffee. I have my first three guests waiting patiently on the line to share their predictions with us. I'm going to introduce them briefly. Dr. Natalie Petoff is a social media ROI guest lecturer at UCLA Anderson School of Business, adjunct professor, measure of PR and marketing at Annenberg School for Communication, University of Southern California. And as a Forrester analyst, she wrote the world's first social media ROI model for PR, marketing, and customer service. And Dr. Nat was my guest on November 23rd, Mobility Goes Home for the Holiday. Welcome, Dr. Nat. How are you today? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I want to bring on my other two guests, and then we'll do the predictions. How's that? Great. Because I know they're waiting. Ina L. Mutchelkanaus Elsheim is a director of solution management with SAP Business Objects Enterprise Information Management Products. She runs the EIM Influence Council and leads the ASUG Data Governance Special Interest Group. 
Ina was on with me on November 30th, just a few weeks ago, and information is king, but who's the governor? Welcome, Ina. How are you today? Fabulous. How are you? Good. Thank you. And let's bring in the one guy, the sole man at the table at this segment. Chris Singrani is Senior Manager at Cap Gemini's Business Information Management Group, BIM, leading the SAP EIM practice within North America. He previously served in a technical capacity at Ernst & Young LLP and in sales roles at CDW and Morgan Stanley Dean Witter. Welcome, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you all for taking time out of your holidays to be with me. So let's kick off the predictions. Dr. Natalie, what say is you? 2012, what's coming in terms of game changers? I think we're, lo- we're headed for trouble with a capital T. Uh-oh. Elaborate. Yep. What I'm seeing out there, Bonnie, is a lot of internal infighting within organizations. I'm seeing, I have a friend who works for a large company, and he was told by his boss that he can no longer say that he's doing social media monitoring. He can only say he's doing business monitoring. Why? Why, why, why? What's, what's the big deal about Internal social media? politics, Bonnie, and it's the thing that I hate the most about working in corporate America is that we're seeing a divide among departments about who owns what. And instead of having leadership that says, okay, guys, cut this out, cut the crap, right? Um, they're not, leadership is not really understanding the business value and not really understanding that the truth is the marketing funnel has now become a social customer funnel. And Mm -hmm. so it used to be, you know, PR had a job and marketing had a job and sales had a job and customer service had a job. But if you look at the customer interaction funnel, you have... Awareness, interest, consideration, purchase, and loyalty, and every single department now contributes to that, meaning PR is customer service, customer service is PR. If customers are mad because of something that happened in customer service, they're not going to buy, so all that money and time and effort that you're spending on PR isn't going to pay off. And I think it's really we're headed into a perfect storm, and what will be interesting to see what leadership steps up to really uh, reduce the politics. And, and I see this no different than when companies started to fight over CRM or ERP, and so we're, we're just seeing some really bad behavior. Interesting. So we see a capital T trouble coming up in 2012. Let's move to Ina Felsheim. Ina, what do you see coming down in terms of your special area is information governance? Any predictions, good, bad, or ugly? Well, I think we're seeing a nice blend of all the trends that you talked about earlier. Some of them, like mobility and social media, are really pushing um, pushing a change in the kinds of workers that we see. I think in 2012 you're going to see a lot more of people who aren't business and aren't IT but manage to be both, and those people value will increase more and more. We see a lot of that in, at conferences and when I talk to customers, you know, people would ask the question, who in here is business and who is IT? And there's increasingly a lot of people who aren't raising their hand. They're saying, I don't know how to answer that question because I'm both. And a lot of the social trends and a lot of the consumerization of IT trends are driving that. And what that means is that there will be this new class of citizen that is able to walk able to walk the line, and that technology then is facilitating that by delivering um, 
interfaces and interactions that are more that are also information rich, which we need for things like big data, but also mm-hmm. very accessible and intuitive. Thank you very much, Ina. We'll come back to you and Nat in a minute. Uh, Chris Singrani, what do you say? Predictions 2012. And you were also on the show with Ina on Information is King, but who's the governor? What do you see in the near-term crystal ball, Chris? Um, what I see, Bonnie, is is really kind of uh, building off of Natalie and Ina. I, I think the topic of information governance is going to become more critical to organizations as we go into 2012. The reason for that is with big data, with unstructured data, um, with mobility, um, organizations are really going to have to figure out how to react in real time, how to have, uh, you know, how to get out of this, you know, the internal infighting and how to react with this, you know, who is business, who is IT, but it's really that reaction in real time and, and having the processes and, and the responsibilities in place so as, uh, so, you know, as uh, we see tweets on, tweets being pushed out or uh, comments being placed on Facebook, how is the organization going to react and do that in real time? Um, also, with mobility, having a strategy in place, um, a lot of organizations are talking to about information governance are saying, well, what about mobility? How do I manage data that's going outside my organization, maybe to my customer or to my competitors? So I think that's going to be also uh, equally important next year. And then with unstructured data, um, it, it's really taking advantage of it. Um, you, you've all this big data, and what, you know, who cares if you can't do something with it? So, I mean, I think about the, you know, the coffee break with Game Changers. Would it be great to mine that information and find out what trends are out there, what, what might be you know, being said about my company or about my competitors, and taking advantage of that type of unstructured information uh, that could be very valuable to your organization? Thank you, Chris. I have a question. We have three minutes left in this segment. Question for Dr. Nat, for Ina, and Chris. Jump in, anybody. Question is, is there such a thing as too much in terms of game-changing? Is it possible that there's so much going on, and I'm, I'm thinking of the capital T for trouble and the blurring of the lines that some of you have mentioned. Is there such a thing as so much going on that there is confusion and it's going to take some time for people to catch up and draw the lines and put the org charts in place and figure out who's doing what to whom? Who wants to take that one? I'll take that one. I think you're absolutely right, Bonnie. I think that um, if those of us who <coughs> have been around the call have been around a long time, right? And so mm-hmm. anytime you have something that changes business um, means that business needs to change, and business doesn't necessarily like change. And so this has a particular interesting twist to it in that it has the witness factor, what I call the witness factor. And so when you see businesses make mistakes, it's now there uh, permanently written just like cave paintings on walls for everyone to see. And those mistakes, you know, similar things that happen to BP or Netflix, um, really making an impact to their bottom line and to their business. And I think that because of the internal infighting between functional departments and the lack of leadership truly understanding how valuable this is, we, you know, will see a lot of people change jobs because they're stuck doing what they're doing and stuck with the limitations and the grass looks Mm -hmm. greener somewhere else. I don't know that it really will be, but at least it will be new grass. Um, And I think um, that that it will actually uh, retard and slow down the possibilities for social media and what it can bring to business because of this, you know, bad behavior. 
Interesting. I have an important question for all three of you, and I know that, Nat, you're going to stay on the line with us. Dr. Natalie, what are you drinking today for Coffee Break with Game Changers? Quick. Uh, I'm trying to turn, trying to drop the Diet Coke and uh, working on some <laughs> green tea this morning. Lovely. Ina Felsheim, what drink is you today? I'm keeping my bad habits, and I'm sticking with the uh, Diet, Diet Coke today. <laughs> Chris Singrani, what are you drinking today? I'm sticking with the same drink as last time, the Dunkin' Donuts French Vanilla Coffee. Very nice. And I want you all to know I've abandoned my Starbucks today. I had a big box of clementines, those little wonderful seedless uh, oranges, the tangerines from Florida, and I didn't know what to do with them. So I squeezed them last night. I squeezed 30 tangerines and made a little pitcher of fresh tangerine juice with pulp, and that's what I'm drinking today, and it is delicious. I think I'll add a little bit of champagne later on. I want to thank my first three guests. Dr. Nat, I understand you're going to stay on for the next segment. Ina Felsheim, Happy New Year. Wonderful to know you, and come back with more topics in 2012. Kristen Grani, wishing you all the best in the new year. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. This is officially Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. When we come back, we've got more thought leaders, business leaders, and great minds going to share with us their thoughts for predictions for game-changing everything in 2012. Justin, take us away. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com are you an entrepreneur that wants to achieve more not just in it for profit but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways listen for be more achieve more inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host chris cooper you'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance these people are making a difference and will help give you the motivation and insight to achieve more be more achieve more can be heard live fridays at 8 a.m u.s pacific time on the voice america business channel No family can survive on two incomes anymore, let alone one. If you are supplementing your family's income working from home, then tune into The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio. Host Deb Vixler brings you sales tips, lead generation systems, and best business practices that guarantee direct sales success. Whether you're looking for a little extra cash or a career change, The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio, will give you proven systems that will work in your home business. The Cash Flow Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
you're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. To speak with Bonnie D. Graham and her guests, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to bonnie.d.graham at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag, pound sign, S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. And we're back to our second segment of 2012 Game Changer Predictions. I have three new people on the table at the table with me for Coffee Break. I'm going to introduce them, and then we'll get started. Esteban Kolsky, principal and founder of ThinkJar, an advisory and research think tank focused on customer strategies. Previously at Gartner, he coined the terms for EFM, Enterprise Feedback Management, and CIH Customer Interaction Hub. Welcome, Esteban. How are you? Very good. Thank you for having me, Bonnie. Oh, my pleasure. Hang tight. I'm going to bring on the other two guests. Chris Dinkle is an IT leader responsible for delivery of business intelligence and data analytics to the 45,000 professionals of the U.S. member firms of Deloitte. And I mentioned, I have to mention that Esteban was on November 2nd with me on Is Your Head in the Cloud Yet? Part 1. Chris Dinkle was on December 7th with Keeping It Real, Real-Time Data Analytics. Welcome, Chris. How are you? Doing great. Thanks, Bonnie. Wonderful, and hang on while I bring on the third person around the table with us. Jack E. Gold is founder and president at J. Gold Associates, a technology industry analyst firm. Jack is a leading authority on mobile, wireless, and pervasive computing. Previously held positions with META, the Meta Group, Digital Equipment Corporation, we used to call that DEC, and Xerox. And Jack was on October 12th, the consumerization of IT. Welcome, gentlemen. How is everyone today? Fantastic. Well, thank, thank you, you Donnie. Thank you. Good. Okay, Esteban, time for your 2012 Game Changer predictions. What do you see in the year ahead, Esteban? You know, Bonnie, it's interesting because I was listening to the show before I came on to see what other mm-hmm. people were saying, and, and I heard a lot of the words that I, I know I'm going to keep hearing through the show. I heard about big data and analytics and what are we going to do with that, and I heard about mobility, and I heard about mobile interfaces and, and location-based and social and all these things. And, and the problem that we have is like for the last four, you know, three or four years, uh, we have been in, in what, what I call the nuclear winter of sorts in IT. Uh, we have very limited budget, if not very, if not no budget. Uh, we have very limited uh, strategic planning and initiatives. So what I see for 2012 more than anything, what's going to remark the enterprise is going to be this um, IT renaissance of sorts, where you're going to see the CIO starting to take charge of all these uh, words that we're talking about, starting to take charge of mobile, starting to take charge of cloud, starting to take charge of social, and bringing all those uh, technologies and all these initiatives to the enterprise as strategic imperatives for the enterprise. So we're going to see more than anything a very deep investment in the specific tools that we're going to use for big data. The tools we're going to use to make sense of social and making it you know, work for the enterprise, the tools for collaboration, the tools for, for, for analytics, all these Esteban, you're bringing some some optimism to the table. I like that. That's that's a little bit different from what we've been hearing. Let's see what Chris Dinkle has to say. Chris, 2012 predictions for game-changing technologies, etc. What do you think? Uh, I believe, uh, Bonnie, that the uptake of the of those types of of things that that make companies different is going to become much more aggressive in 2012. We're starting to to see, you know, slowly we're making our way through the recession. Uh, or the recovery from the recession, and, and people are starting to take uh, to hedge their bets. They're starting to take advantage of investments. We're seeing that both internally where I'm at at Deloitte as well as with our customers. 
So we expect that to continue to continue moving. We expect there to be an upswing, really, to be quite honest, as people accelerate the use of, of these technologies in order to make themselves more effective and efficient. Mobility is certainly an area where we're seeing a significant amount of uptake as well, and I expect that to continue because mobility, the concept behind mobility is to do simple work workforce kinds of items that are straight through and I believe that folks will continue to take advantage of that into the new year. Do you think we will go from what we've talked about before, Chris, where real-time data, data analytics are officially called right-time data analytics? I believe so because there, there's definitely a, a difference between the two of those, and I see that um, accelerating, uh, taking advantage of things. You know, depending on depending on the type of work that you're doing, Financial folks really like to have at a point, a frozen point in time, which is kind of that standard data warehousing sort of paradigm, whereas mm-hmm. other types of folks are making decisions on the fly and need that up-to-the-minute sort of information in order to make the most effective decisions. So right-time analytics is definitely going to be a, a, a more important idea as we move into 2012. Good. And let's turn to Jack Gold. Jack, what do you see coming down? You've been in this business a long time. You must have been asked to do a lot of predictions for a lot of New Year's. So what do you think is coming up in 2012, Jack? Well, Bonnie, I think this is going to be a very interesting year for, for a few reasons. <clears throat> Excuse me. Number one is that, um, and let me focus on the mobility piece because I know that pretty well, uh, and then we can mm-hmm. broaden this out a little bit. But, sure. but one of the things that companies have been struggling with over the last couple of years, uh, last, especially the last year, is they've really been running a marathon. And the marathon mm-hmm. they've been running is trying to keep up with all of the different technologies, all of the different gadgets that people are trying to bring in, all the, the bring-your-own-device movements and the like. And I, I think this year is going to bring uh, a little bit of retrenchment in the, in the sense that, we're not going to see less mobility. Mobility will continue. We're not going to see more less diversity. But companies are going to have to uh, get a handle on what they've already put in place. And so there's probably going to be a little bit of a breather. They're probably going to say, okay, let's consolidate what we've got before we continue to move forward because it's getting out of hand. That's going to include devices. It's going to include particularly things like security and TCO, cost controls, which they've not done a very good job with um, in, in the past uh, few years. It's going to include things like let's build a strategy, let's figure out how we're actually going to develop applications, get applications to devices. Is it going to be HTML5? Is it going to be native applications? There are going to be a whole series of governance issues as well, and that's going to have very wide implications, not just from for you and I as personal users of this technology, mm-hmm. but also for companies uh, who have to figure out a true strategy What's, what's really happened over the last year, year and a half, is that many companies have been, as I said earlier, running a marathon, running so fast that they haven't really been able to come up with a, a consolidated strategy of, of where they want to go forward. And I think this is going to be the year of strategization, if I can make up a word. No, you certainly may. I want to ask all three of you, and I'm going to go in the same order, Esteban, Chris, and Jack. Do you think, in fact, we're playing catch-up with game-changing? I asked this question in the first segment. Do you think we've had so much in terms of new stuff coming down the pike that has been exciting and has been disruptive and has been amazing and delightful, in quotes, of course, that it's time to sit back and say, let's get our arms around all of this and make sense out of it and do something good and positive and forward and growth-oriented with it. Esteban, what do you think? 
Yeah, to a certain extent, yes, Bonnie. But but the thing is, like, I don't think we're playing catch up because if you really look at the investments in the last couple of years, and Jack mentioned this a little bit, you know, we, we're rushing to all these new technologies. So what we're mm-hmm. doing is more, um, as I was saying earlier, it's more of a renaissance. It's more like we'll spend six months in strategizing, and then after that, we'll start implementing what what you know, basically the catch up. They what we should have done at first, but we didn't have the time. Right. Okay, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I'm in agreement. Um, I think that it's it's more. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a catch up, as a standardization and a governance, as, as was talked about earlier, that will be implemented in order to make sure that that these types of technologies, especially in mobility, are robust and secure enough to uh, to support companies in the in the future. Okay, Jack. Well, I think one of the things that companies are going to have to catch up on um, is the fact that. A lot of these new technologies don't come free, and in the past we've kind of ignored some of the, the corporate costs associated with this. I think this might be the year that companies start looking at all of this, um, you know, this this bucket full of technology and bucket full of capabilities, and say, okay, what's really cost effective? What is really costing us an arm and a leg? What isn't? And where are we getting an ROI? And in that sense, I think this might be a catch-up year, if you will. Okay, thank you. Now, very important question. We've changed the name of the show from Breakfast to Coffee Break, so you know what I'm going to ask next. Esteban Kolsky, what are you drinking today? Oh, I got a cappuccino machine for Christmas, and I'm enjoying it today. Oh, what kind of cappuccino is this? Is this full strength? You know me, I'm always with the full strength of the decaf. What are you doing? The, the high test? I, I, I got the darkest coffee I could last, uh, last month when I was in Colombia. So I'm drinking some Colombia coffee in a cappuccino machine. It's actually quite good. Thanks. It sounds delicious. Chris Dinkle, what are you drinking today? Uh, caribou coffee with lots of cream and lots of sugar. Ooh, that sounds sinful. Definitely not a diet revolution. Sounds like you're really enjoying yourself. Jack Gold, what are you drinking? Well, Bonnie, I, I had my uh, Turkish coffee this morning, so I've now switched it over to decaf green tea, trying to be healthy for the new year. Oh, that's good. And I have to read a couple of tweets here. Let's see. Kristen, t- Kristen tweeted that she's starting her New Year's resolution early drinking Dasani water to start, quote, unquote, Operation Lose Weight for My Wedding, unquote. Congratulations to Kristen. And let's see now. And Wendy is drinking uh, an invigorating homemade strawberry banana smoothie. And let's see. Ariel in Argentina says happy holidays to everyone. He's having an amazing Italian roast. And let's see if we've got any more tweets coming in. And Malcolm is drinking of course equator coffees ethiopian with a splash of eggnog and after the show he's thinking of adding a splash of brandy wow we've got a minute left anybody have any uh, any final words you want to wrap up with before i move to my next segment it's, this is open season esteban chris jack somebody Okay, what I would actually go back to say, you know, as being told by all the CIOs and all the people that I talked to many, many times, this is going to be an incredibly good year for anybody who's in technology, and I I will second that with my my, uh, perspective as well. Would you say it's going to be a good year for jobs? Everybody's talking about the economy and jobs. Um, How do you think? Without without going political, I would say yes. Okay, uh, is IT going to be opening up a little more? Uh, what do you say, Jack? You're an observer. Yeah, I, I think that uh, a couple of things are going to happen. First of all, complexity is not going to get any less, so we're going to need a lot of skill sets in IT that maybe IT doesn't quite have. Mm-hmm. But frankly, in the companies I've talked to, uh, I haven't seen IT budgets increasing all that much. So while I think they need new skill sets, I think some of it is going to be internal training rather than going out and hiring a lot of new people. 
Actually, one, one thing I want to highlight is like what yeah. he said is really true. IT budgets are not increasing, but line of business budgets are increasing, and a lot of the hiring is going to come from highly specialized talents needed in those line of business to manage the new technology. Okay, and Chris, anything you about um, about jobs? Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll start to see a, a slow uptick as we've seen over the last couple of months. I think that'll continue into 2012, and uh, as our recovery takes steam, I think uh, I think we'll definitely see a much larger uptick by the end of next year. Okay. I want to thank all three of you for your insights. I love the idea of a renaissance, Esteban. We're ready for something like that. Absolutely. Great word. And thank you so much for taking time out of your holidays to join us here on Coffee Break with Game Changers. All the best in the new year to Esteban Kolsky, Chris Dinkle, and Jack E. Gold. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. We're taking a break from Coffee Break. Hey, a break from a break. Coffee Break with Game Changers. Coming back, I'm going to be welcoming three or four more guests to give their 2012 Game Changer predictions. Don't even think of touching that dial or that mouse or that keyboard or whatever you're doing. We'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com what does a visual workplace mean to you how does it contribute to operational excellence and what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place listen to the visual workplace work that makes sense to find out Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. To speak with Bonnie D. Graham and her guests, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. 
And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Now let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Welcome back for our third segment. This is a whirlwind today. We're doing 2012 Game Changer predictions. I have three more guests on the line. I will introduce them briefly, and then we will get started. Barry Murphy is a co-founder and principal analyst with the EDJ Group, a thought leader in information governance, e-discovery records management, and content archiving. Previously, Barry was director of product marketing at Mimosa and principal analyst for e-discovery and content archiving at Forrester Research. He was on the show with me on November 30th. Information is King, but who's the governor? Welcome, Barry. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. Glad to be here. Good. Good. Me too. Glad you're here. Okay. Dinesh Sharma, Vice President, Cloud Marketing SAP, over 20 years of experience in the high-tech industry. As the industry embraces disruptive change, that is cloud computing, Dinesh is leading SAP's efforts to bring a consistent business-centric view of how the cloud will impact the enterprise today. And Dinesh was on two shows, November 2nd is your head in the cloud yet, part one, and November 16th is your head in the cloud yet, part two. Welcome, Dinesh. How are you today? Pretty good, Bonnie. Good. Glad to have you. And rounding out the table so far, Alan Bondi, CMO at the Pulse Network. Alan is an entrepreneur and industry watcher with 20 years in online marketing, CRM, and e-commerce. He was co-founder and CMO at Social Marketing Tools Pioneer Offer Pop and named a top CMO on Twitter in 2010 by Social Media Marketing Magazine. Welcome, Alan Bondi. You were on November 9th with me. Does your company have a social life? And December 7th, keeping it real, real-time day in analytics. How are you? I am doing great. Happy New Year. Thank you. We're getting there. Barry Murphy, 2012 Game Changer Predictions. What do you see coming ahead in just the next 12 months, Barry? One of the big trends I see for, for 2012 is the the recognition that big data is more than just structured data. And actually, a lot of the information um, that's important exists in an unstructured form. And therefore, content analytics will be the big game changer in 2012. Um, and this is um, the, the, a perfect storm created by the fact that we now have the cloud to do a lot of the information processing um, that analytics requires and do it at scale, as well as this whole new social media thing that's happening, which introduces different types of information to analyze. So no longer is a keyword search a really good way of doing things because people talk in a different language on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and so the ability to use a lot of different types of uh, of ways to, to slice unstructured data, I think will take off and, and we'll see it in areas uh, where, where companies can get budget for it first. So I think in governance and areas like legal, um, where they have to get through this information quickly and, there, and there's a huge burden on them to, to better manage it uh, and either retain it or get rid of it. And then that will slowly, towards the end of the year, start to extend itself into other areas where the business can leverage it. So I start to see information governance initiatives extending from the stop the bleeding in legal area to mm-hmm. areas where we can actually get some business value out of this information. So that's that's the big thing that I'm excited for in 2012. Thank you. I like the word excited for. We we have to have something to excite us and look forward to because that's what game changing is. Dinesh Sharma, what do you see coming down? This is your your areas, cloud computing. What do you think is going to happen in the cloud? Anything new and exciting or more of the same? Um, these are the things I kind of think are going to be materially important in the coming years. A couple of things I, I do want to make points about. Uh, and one of them is I think a 
reason why you're going to see more large enterprise companies start to adopt cloud um, in the coming year. One of the things that's really happened a lot in the last few years is is global expansion, lots of subsidiaries and and those Mm -hmm. companies out there. And what we'll see there is an example where you want to bring your subsidiaries online quickly and tie into your corporate systems, but uh, scheduling and having the resource and the budget to bring core, say, CRM systems uh, online for nine subsidiaries takes time. The cloud is going to start to enable large enterprises to cut through that, tie into their corporate systems quickly, and be able to bring real value to those subsidiaries. So we think that's going to be one of the major things that's going to happen in the next year is that large enterprises are going to adopt cloud to tie into core systems. The second one is actually a very interesting one. We see that businesses are even more reliant on a network of partners than they've ever been before. There's two trends that really are driving that. Increased complexity of the network, new markets, mergers and acquisitions, global supply chains, increasing number of business partners. And the second trend there is accelerated speed of business, is that you have new products and services all the time. The rate of customization is really, really rapid. And you also want to bring um, partners on and off board pretty quickly. Uh, Gartner actually believes that this is going to be one of the more um, uh, larger trends that's going to happen in the next uh, coming year. The problem that happens there is there's lots of increased cost, discontinuity in operations and constrained growth is that you have to set up these networks on an ad hoc basis in one-to-one partner interfaces. And we think that's really going to be you know, just way too expensive for a lot of companies, but there's tremendous value to be cleaned there. And so we think that the way to you know, essentially manage those costs, manage that complexity, and manage that change is by eliminating this point-to-point integration that I see out there. And doing that via the fabric of the cloud is going to be one of the things that's going to be a key game changer uh, in 2012, is the, the ability to be able to tie these networks together, to be able to allow companies to be, uh, allow them to connect much easier, allow them to extend their business networks much faster, allow them to deploy different um, you know, uh, services in a much, much faster manner. So we think the cloud is the essential fabric which is going to tie together a whole new generation of B2B kind of um, uh, integration that's going to happen out there. Thank you, Dinesh. I really appreciate that. And Alan Bondi, 2012. So are you talking about social life, data analytics? Where are you focusing on in terms of the new year and game-changing? So I'm going to propose that these things are going to be blending even more than they are now in 2012. So from a business perspective, I think 2012 could really be the year of maybe we'll call it multi-channel social commerce. So this is not only Facebook storefronts, but integrated social, mobile, online, offline campaigns around those storefronts, maybe even a local angle. If you look at folks like Walmart, some of the things they've done with Facebook pages specifically for individual stores. So I think the idea of linking all these parts together and creating real social commerce. I think that's one prediction. On the consumer side, I think this could really be the year of personal video, and not just video for you know flip cameras, but the notion of individuals and even businesses starting to create their own private video networks. So the idea of you know TED for a business is something that I'm hearing more and more about. And then I'm going to echo something that Barry said. I think the notion mm-hmm. of context analytics and taking big data but really applying it at a local level, making it 
quick and easy to use. I'm going to propose maybe even a new term for the first time here. I think 2012 could be the year of little data, not just big data, but little ah. data. You, you, uh, you jumped the gun. I was going to ask if anybody had any new terminology they wanted to introduce here on Coffee Break with Game Changers because we've heard everybody's talking about what's happening and about what we already have, but I was looking to see if anybody wants to do something in terms of an announcement. So what is little data, Alan? So I think it's, it's again, building on some of the things Barry said. It's linking context, transactional data, behavioral data, social channels, traditional channels, it's tying that together, but it's applying it in a very specific way so that I'm on a website, there's context in terms of what I've been talking about on social channels. I have a very tailored, a personalized offer. So in a way, it's personalization meets intelligence at the back end, meets even things like SEO, where we're going to be much more precise about how we tag content, how we follow conversations. So I'm going to you know, maybe for the first time, I'm going to claim that, that, that little data means how to take all this horsepower at the back end, but apply it in very specific ways so that it makes it just super duper quick and easy for customers to find exactly what they want. And they might even think it's magic, but we know at the back end, it's the result of a lot of horsepower, horsepower and processing. That's what I think little data is. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I want to ask uh, Barry, what do you think about this proposal by Alan? Does it resonate with you? Do you agree? Disagree? It, it absolutely resonates. Um, I, don't, I don't know about the term. I think we're going to see a lot of um, developments over the course of 2012 that will probably lead to some, some new coining of terms. Um, but I, I definitely agree that this notion of being able to quickly extract intelligence from all different types of channels of data and use that for real business value, whether it's on the consumer side, whether it's on the information management side, um, is definitely going to come into play. One of the big news items that's been in, um, in the headlines recently is the fact that there's going to be a labor shortage of people who actually know how to do these type of you know, analysis and, and run these kind of tools. So I think you'll see a lot of excitement around this area. Interesting. Dinesh, what do you think? Little data, big data, medium data, how does it how does it resonate with you in terms of giving people what they want? Because all we're talking about in terms of business is doing something, a product, a service that people will want to buy, to consume. That's what business is. So yeah, how do you I, see – yeah, go ahead. I don't have any argument uh, around, um, you know, what the terminology. I think, you know, more granular data and unstructured data is just going to be fundamental in business understanding um, the, I think the year of just understanding structured data is, is long gone. And, uh, you know, I think um, I would agree with uh, both the guys there that uh, little data or whatever you want to call it, more granular data, unstructured is going to be a, a key element in the future. Terrific. I'm going to ask all three of you before we end the segment. Alan, you're going to stick with me for the last segment. Uh, I'm going to ask all three of you, what are you going to be drinking on New Year's Eve? Any special? I mentioned, what do I mention always? Uh, OJ and... Uh, Joe and I mentioned about Dom. Any any big champagne orders for New Year's Eve coming up, Barry? So, Bonnie, Bonnie, I'll go, sorry, I'll, I'll go real quick. So I'm going to be drinking yeah. some Belgian Chimay, which is my favorite beer that comes in almost a champagne-like bottle. So that's what I'm. Ooh. I have visions of for New Year's Eve. Can you spell that Chimay? Uh, <laughs> C H M something something. <laughs> It's good to you didn't know. realize this was going to be a spelling test. <laughs> no, H-I-M-A-J, maybe, or Y? Now i got to look it up. I'll, I'll get and back who, to you. Was this Barry? 
Well, since Cristal is out of my price range, it'll probably be Vuv. <laughs> How do you spell that? That is a V-E-U-V-E. V-E-U-V-E. Oh, I know that one. Dinesh, what's going to be in your glass I, on New I Year's Eve? I probably will have some glass of champagne. I have no idea what it would be, but <laughs> it would be something around uh, the turn of the year. Okay, well, I want to thank all three of you, Barry Murphy, Dinesh Sharma, Alan Bondi. Alan, you're staying on. Thank you so much for joining me. I wish you happy the rest of your holidays, happy, wonderful New Year, and I hope we'll be presenting you again here on Coffee Break with Game Changers in the New Year. All the best. We're going to go to break now and come back. Alan's sticking around, and we're adding Ray Wong to the panel and hoping a couple of more special guests call in. So this is Coffee Break with Game Changers. We've turned from Coffee Break to Champagne Break. We'll be right back with lots more. Don't even think of touching that mouse, keyboard, whatever you're doing. Stick around. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network being here with ariel and shia kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern day enlightenment this show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network you're enjoying coffee break with game changers presented by sap to speak with Bonnie D. Graham and her guests, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Now let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Woohoo, and we're back. I have more panelists here, more experts talking about 2012 game changing predictions. Two new people at the coffee break table today, right now, are R. Ray Wong, who is a principal analyst and CEO at Constellation Research Group. Ray was just on with me on December 21st last week. It seems so long ago, Ray. Glad to have you back. And you and Anthony Leeper were speaking with me about the future of CRM Know Thy Customer, Know Thy Profit. How are you, Ray? I'm great. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. 
Good morning. I hear you're about 10 minutes, 10 minutes and counting away from the ski slope. So we won't keep you too long. We just have a short segment here. I want you to help me introduce my very special guest who has not been on the show before. She's debuting on Coffee Break. Her name is Joan Sherlock. She's a senior director of worldwide cloud marketing programs for SAP. Joan is responsible for maximizing marketing innovation techniques to educate and inform companies across the world on the advantages of moving to the cloud. Joan has driven marketing initiatives for companies throughout Silicon Valley, including Apple Computer, HP, and Sun Microsystems. And Joan is going to talk about building killer content, the explosion of mobile marketing, and how to deal with new privacy desires. Welcome, Joan. How are you? Very well. Thanks for having me on the show, Bonnie. Pleasure, pleasure. And Alan Bondi, CMO at the Pulse Network, is still on with me. Alan, you're going to be our commentator on their predictions. Okay, you ready? Sounds great. Okay, Ray, 2012, what do you see coming down the pike in the next 12 months from your view of the world of mobility and, and CRM and everything, Ray? <laughs> no problem. We um, actually can put out 10 mega business trends uh, that you can find on our ConstellationRG.com website or mm-hmm. on as well. And uh, basically, we see a couple things. I'm going to give you some highlights. I think the first one is there's this notion of brand, and brand is still going to be huge. Um, companies with strong brands are still going to command big margins. They're going to get the largest market shares. And this is really talking about revisiting. What is that promise to the stakeholder? Like, this is more than just your products or services. This is the emotional value, the aspiration, um, the business, the public face of the company, right? And, and so we see that as one of the big trends that people are going to refocus on brands, especially given the fact that there isn't much differentiation in the marketplace right now. Mm-hmm. Number two? The second one that we see is that um, innovation is important, and we see innovation agendas coming, and whether it's social or mobile or cloud or big data or analytics, people have to figure out what works with inside their organization. So the cultural aspects, figuring out which technologies to adopt, but more importantly, what technologies to pass on and how to get these to work within their business processes. Um, and then I think the other one that's big is the fact that there's this corporate digital divide. And it's only going to get bigger. And when we talk about this, hmm. this is companies who are adopting these early technologies, they're going to be the ones that are going to create a bigger gap in profits, a bigger gap in market share. And this is one of those things that people are going to have to get a handle on. Otherwise, they'll find all these upstarts taking advantage of new technologies to create new business models in a way that they've never felt. Uh, companies won't have that, that same assault than before. Uh, and then the last one I think that's kind of interesting is that there is a move from B2B to B2C to what we're calling people-to-people networks. When you mm. look at these very viral social networks and social technologies, um, the convergence of mobility, and the fact that people are really blending business and personal lives, we see this movement really quickly of uh, people working within these people networks. And these people-to-people networks are going to be more powerful. It's really about context of where you're in. And we talked about this last week, but it's really mm-hmm. about the context between where you're located, the roles, uh, your location in a business process, uh, what moment in time. All these things are going to be important. Because if you think about this, a great experience with a consumer product um, could lead to something blending into the enterprise. Apple has shown that. And, for example, a bad experience with a product may mean, at work, may mean that you'll never buy that at home. And we see That's more, right. more of that blending uh, in play. And we did talk uh, about that CRM yeah, blending. Ray, I need to get Joan in here because we don't have too much time. I want to hear her game-changing predictions for 2012. Thanks for the four. They were great. Joan, what do you say? 
Well, I would totally agree with those, and I, I think they're dead on for the personalization of marketing. Um, I'm sure it's noticed to anyone that social media and search have been changing the entire marketing game. So I've got five top predictions for 2012 and how our companies will need to adapt and how we will um, be also affected as consumers by how companies market to us. So first of all, I think that companies will embrace content marketing more than ever, and I think this is part of the personalization idea. If you're not familiar with content marketing, it's how you communicate with your customers or prospect without selling. And it's called also uh, non-interruption marketing. So mm-hmm. instead of pitching products or services, you deliver information that makes your buyer actually more intelligent. The, the idea being that if we deliver consistent, valuable content, that the buyer will reward us by purchasing. And they do. So more companies in general will be applying content marketing principles and dedicated internal, internal teams to doing that. The second prediction is um, dead on, I think, also for what we were just hearing about from me, and that's that the continued dramatic growth of smartphones and tablets uh, make mobile marketing uh, huge in 2012, so that anything that isn't being optimized for mobility basically won't just um, change, not change the game, it'll actually lose the game. So anything developed in terms of web content, in terms of emails, in terms of um, offers, etc., everything needs to be able to open up in some kind of a mobile device effectively. And then email marketing is going to continue, but opens and click-throughs will decline more and more. And this is where mm. the personalization aspect also comes in, that if this is speaking directly to that person and it takes them to a personalized um, URL or website, they um, the click-through rate just dramatically increases. So I'm and hearing the word per- people and personalization in what Ray was talking about, people to people and the same thing. Go exactly. ahead, Joan, one more. Exactly, absolutely. And then um, the, the need and respect for privacy is also going to get bigger in, in 2012. And I asked a couple of my kids, because they're college age, and I said, you know, what would you like to see change for social media next year? What do you think is going to have a big effect? And one said, privacy, I'm so sick of having things pushed at me through Facebook that I don't want. And the fact mm-hmm. that they're giving access to my data to other people, no matter what security you know, features I put on there, that concerns me. And my other daughter said, I feel like we've lost that face-to-face uh, social Ability, and she feels like I'd like to see social media or social networking bringing us all together more often in face-to-face groups. Just like um, she used Occupy as as an example, I was thinking, well, maybe something a little more personal, but um, that she would like to see it being used as a vehicle for bringing people back together in social situations. And I thought that was interesting. And Joan, I think we're seeing that across all age groups, not just the young people in college. I think there's this need to, it's moving so fast. Everything is happening and we're being thrown into and things are being thrown at us. What does it all mean? And can I still be my own, my own person? Alan Bondi, quick comment on what Ray Wong said and Joan Sherlock said. Oh boy, some great stuff there. So a couple things that, that I want to amplify. One is I love this people to people idea and no doubt we're seeing the consumerization of IT, but also I think the blending of what we would think as a consumer channel like YouTube with more of a business channel to the point that I made in the last segment about this year potentially being all about personal video and private video networks and using a channel like YouTube as almost your business TV network. So that's one thing. The other one is, man, I totally agree that you know the most social channel is a face-to-face meeting. So mm-hmm. back to the multi-channel idea, the more that we can as marketers and businesses use social channels to not only engage but maybe motivate people to come into the showroom or to meet at an event or to participate in a meetup, no doubt people are hungry for this and businesses that get that and connect the social online part with the social offline part, the sort of online to offline connection, I think it's all about that. It, it's old school, but it's still good old school, right? 
Well, it's right. it's right now radio school and kids. We are out of time. I have to do a couple of quick <laughs> shout outs. Thank you, Ray Wan, Joan Sherlock, and Ellen Body. My nine minutes moves fast. January fourth, we'll be back with Era of the Entrepreneur: Small Business Creating Jobs in a Tough Economy with Susan Solovic, author of the New York Times bestseller It's Your Biz. She's an ABC TV business contributor and on CNBC and Fox. January eleventh, I'll be speaking to the authors of the Customer Edge Experience: Riza Sudagar, Vinay Iyer, and Dr. Volker. Hildebrand and January 18th, How to Avoid Social Media Blunders. Don't let this happen to you. That's a show you don't want to miss. Special thank yous from me, Bonnie D. Graham, to Patricia Harris, Joan, Sherlock, Malcolm, Kimberlin, Wendy Ann Nesbeth, Marco Heiligman, Carolyn Brock, and to Jeff Spinard's business channel team, Jeff Gerstel, Marsha, Ryan, Justin, Angie, and Randy. I'm Bonnie D. Graham wishing you all a very, very happy, wonderful New Year. Whatever game-changing is coming down the pike, stick with us here on Coffee Break with Game changers presented by sap so go out and have a glass of something wonderful and again thank you ray thank you joan thank you alan and all of my wonderful guests we actually had 12 predictors today what a great show we'll see you on the other side happy new year everyone don't drink and drive be safe and we'll talk to you soon bye bye Thanks again for tuning in to Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the Coffee Break conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Please join your host, Bonnie D. Graham, again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.